0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the KC ChiroPulse podcast brought to you by CATS Consultants, helping chiropractors keep their pulse on success. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, and I'm joined today with my good friend, Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, how are we doing?
1: How are you doing?
0: Doing awesome. Doing awesome. Your,
1: your office looks so nice, and, and, <laughs> and I've got bare walls in here today. I may have to redecorate. I, I moved a bunch of stuff to uh, to my office out of the home office, and I uh, so I'm sitting here with bare walls. So yeah, you know. it does
0: look a little bare. I I really hadn't paid attention. I was so yeah. Focused usually on you, you Troy. see
1: my my <laughs> diploma was in the background, and right. I had some you know I had stuff up. But yeah. So let me tell you, we're not taking <clears throat> a question from one of our viewers today, although we have several to choose from. But okay. we have kind of what I would call a semi emergency. <laughs> I'm not going to call it a full blown emergency, but we have an a, we have a semi emergency. On Facebook,
0: okay. And what is this?
1: Here's, here's what I mean by this. So let me pose a question to you, and those of you listening to us today. If I gave you a table with two legs on it, and ask you if you want to set your coffee cup down on it, what you what would your response be?
0: Uh, I'd probably do this.
1: Yeah, you hold. I on wouldn't let
0: go of it.
1: Yeah, you'd hold on to it. A table with two legs. Yeah. So what I mean by that is this, and we're seeing an awful lot of this out here. So to really be successful in boosting your practice, moving your (laughs) practice, not only from infancy to a mature, well-functioning practice or from a practice that's just kind of what I would call lukewarm to a fully functioning, well-running practice, that has great patient satisfaction cuz isn't that really our goal if we have great patient satisfaction really everything else will fall into place yep <clears throat> so what i'm seeing on facebook and it really concerns me is we're seeing we're seeing single or dual faceted approaches, hey, we've got this new marketing program that we're going to run. And I know we've talked a little bit in the past about marketing, but I'm going to tell you what my big fears are. And I want you to, I want you to throw some things out here so far as the legs of the table. And that's why I use the example, because if I've got a single or a double, let's say I'm going to show you marketing and then I'm going to show you how to uh, how to invest that cash in real estate because those are those are my dual things that I'm going to teach you as a chiropractor, and if I'm just doing a single one, which is what most of these videos we see, it's you know the the newest one is is kind of following what you and I've talked about. We're starting to see some some mimicking copycat marketing. That says, "Hey, we're going to teach you how not to lose patients." You know, we always used to see, "Hey, we're going to teach you how to get 60 new patients in a month or 120 a month," and we know we all know how well that worked. Now we're going to teach you how not to lose a patient. But all it is is a marketing concept, and it's a really basic marketing concept that they want you to pay a whole bunch of money for to get a single leg to the table. You don't get the other four or five legs; you just get one. So the first question I want to ask you, because I really think it's important that we are well-rounded and well-developed when it comes to, and I think some people, when they think about chiropractic consulting, think an awful lot about marketing because I think that's what people have heard in the past. Oh, they're going to teach you how to get new patients. Mm -hmm. So first thing I want to ask you is, what are the legs of the table? So if I ask you, do you have a solid set of legs underneath your table? If I'm going to set my coffee cup, my practice down on it, What legs are on the table?
0: Um, There's five. So Mm -hmm. when you think about stability, think about your office chair. Mm -hmm. How many legs does it have? It has five. And there's Mm -hmm. a reason why it has five and not four. And there's a reason why it doesn't have three. And of course, it's obvious why it wouldn't have two. But you might be sitting there asking yourself, why doesn't it have three or four legs? Well, it's Mm -hmm. because of stability. As you move around, there needs to be a stable point at every single position so that chair stays upright. Otherwise, you'll find a spot where you're going to topple over. Mm-hmm. So, stability is found in five points. And, you know, when you talk about these <clears throat> marketing programs, and those of you who mm-hmm. are listening, I'm using air quotes because it's really not marketing. Mm -hmm. But what a lot of those organizations are trying to get you to do is sales and advertising, okay? And there's a difference. Um, Marketing is putting information out there about things that you do. Promotion Mm -hmm. is putting things out there about what your knowledge base is and experience is. And advertising sales is putting something out there that is advertising a, a price point. Mm -hmm. And I get the idea. You know, the idea used to always be drive as many new patients into your practice as you possibly could. Right. And if you want to learn a way to lose patients really, really fast, that's it. That's it. Drive drive a hundred patients into your practice every month. And guess what? You're going to lose about 60 to 70% of them because you just can't manage that many at once and do it effectively. Right. So one of the one of the legs is understanding the difference between those things and really getting good at marketing and promoting your practice and your experience and those kind of things. You know, another leg to slide away from to, to slide a little bit away from the marketing perspective is hiring the right staff. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the right staff, you can't have stability in your practice, period, end of story. And understanding how to hire the right staff, and then most importantly, understanding how to train them and not just Mm -hmm. teach them becomes incredibly important. We spend a great deal of time helping our clients actually train their employees so that they become outstanding CAs and outstanding insurance mm-hmm. billers and outstanding money collectors. And they, they become chiropractic soldiers, <clears throat> if you will, to help you grow the practice.
1: <clears throat> yeah. And that's because we have staff training specialists. We do. And Marissa is the leader of all that. She's really good at it. Many years in chiropractic, She's but, amazing. That's a, but that's an important part of what you do. Docs, if you're not aware that most of the time your staff props you up. Yep. And and you know, I get that you think that you're an island, but mm. your staff props you up. So so more we, than so you we, realize. Yeah, so we've we've kind of we've got the the marketing side. Yep. Now we've got staff. What's number 3?
0: Well, number 3 is probably understanding the tenets of good patient communication. Mm-hmm. And that's not learning how to do a 30 minute report of findings. So you, as I always say, vomit information all over the patient, it's really understanding how to make a connection, a relationship connection with the patient. So not only do they understand the treatment plan, but they understand the reason behind it. And they understand Mm -hmm. how you're monitoring their progress and they understand why they need to stay in care and go into maintenance and those kind of things. So really well,
1: that de- doesn't that, and that yeah. deals with the psychology of the patient in my, yep. in my opinion, yep. psychology, of the patient one and number two, doctor philosophy, those both tie into that patient communication model. That we
0: Absolutely. With. Absolutely. Um, and then the fourth one, and I probably could come up with more than just five, but the right. fourth one is um uh, Really, really managing your documentation well mm, and not so red flagging your clinic.
1: So important.
0: And, yep. and we, we see this all the time, especially uh, a new client that comes in uh, to the cat's family. We We a lot of times see them having no connection between the patient's evaluation, mm-hmm. the diagnosis codes being used, the treatment codes being used and the length of of time of the treatment plan, and and it's in complete disarray. And if if you don't think the insurance companies know how to track that, um, oh, yeah. yeah,
1: and that's that's scary. So that's having scary when, when when we oh, see it's you, horribly
0: in. scary. Yeah, horribly scary. Mm-hmm. You know, using using uh minor diagnosis codes for a major treatment plan, you know, yep. things like that. Yep. And the insurance company just throws up red flag after red flag after red flag. And and after a while, that's when you get the letter that says, Hey, send us yeah. 10 records. We want to kind of see what you're doing.
1: Yeah. If, if you've ever gotten banned on Facebook for something that you've written, <laughs> This is child's play in comparison to what happens when when their algorithm starts picking up on you. So when their algorithm, and that's what it is, it's an algorithm that says, hey, how many visits? What are they billing? What kind of codes are they inputting? And basically anymore, it doesn't take a human being to dig through your paperwork like Mm -hmm. it was 20 years ago. Now a computer spits it out and says, look at these people today. Yep. And and whoever's sitting at a desk just looks at it, analyzes it, and it's all number crunching. And they go, yep, this person is an outlier. Now it's time to take a closer look. So definitely. And that's a list you want to stay off of. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So we spend a great deal of time with our clients. Helping them understand how to tell that story correctly to the insurance company about the patient's condition, the treatment that you're doing, the progress that you're making. You know, something yeah. if you're not showing progress with your billing,
1: what well, a lot of yeah. you probably thinking,
0: well, how the heck do you do that? Well, become and a I want to And you. I want
1: to pause you real quick there because you said something really important. This is something that you those of you that are listening may not have caught, but you said tell the story yep. of the patient. Now, that's something that that Dr. Parush has been really big on working with clients with, and I first learned it from him, so I can't take (laughs) any credit whatsoever for that one. When he said that, I went, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what we're doing is we're teaching you how to tell the patient's story correctly. You know, it's kind of like when you had the little uh, the story. You used to you'd whispered in one person's ear and go all the way around the circle. And when it came back, <laughs> right. see what it was like. That is kind of what a lot of patient. You, you tell me that the patient was this, this, and this, and then I look at your notes and I go, "That's not what you're telling me in the note." And so, the, as the story comes back to the insurance company, it's changed. Right. We want the same story. So when you say tell the story, that's what I always think of, and it's such a powerful message for us to make sure that our patient's story gets told correctly. And in a, as a result, we get reimbursed and we don't get flagged.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's a great analogy. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> then I th- I think the fifth leg is y- you've got to take your chiropractic hat off your doctor hat off periodically, not periodically every day and understand the tenets of how to run your business. You know, the, oh, wow. the, the business side is incredibly important. You can be the best doctor out there, but if you don't have, some business skill, some business knowledge, some background in it, and some help with it, um, you can go down in flames really, really quick. And right. you know that—that's what a good business advisor, business consultant will do for you is really help shore up that fifth leg, which creates the final point of stability for your practice, and that's mm-hmm. helping you run the business. So you can spend more time focusing on your clients, which ultimately helps you bring in more revenue. Right. But you've got to have you've got to have a consultant that provides a broad base of Mm. business experience and business knowledge and business help. you not just marketing not just throwing some ads out on facebook to drive new patients in but how do you retain them how do you train your staff how do you uh arrange your clinic how do you maximize your your capacity how do you maximize your profits and that that's a big thing that we see all the time that doctors aren't watching they're not watching their profit margins so right you know, I think that's the fifth point, and I think this is where a lot of people get kind of confused about what consulting is all about. They think it's an mm-hmm. expense because they, they see these companies out there who, you know, they'll, they'll prepare a whole bunch of marketing things that are sales things that you can put on Facebook, and, and they just mm-hmm. think of it as an expense. Real business advisors are an investment in your future because they will grow your practice way more than you can do it alone. Mm -hmm. Just like John Maxwell says in uh, his book, Intentional Living, you can't walk through life alone. Your power to be successful is always built in a team, not as a Mm -hmm. single person. Mm -hmm. So a good business advisor is an investment in, in growing that team over time.
1: Right. And I always called it an insurance policy as well. Yeah. Exactly. Because it, it insured, and here's here's what's kind of funny about that. It insured me from my own stupidity. <laughs> and I and, and I say that in the nicest way, you know, to myself, because I, I know that uh, <clears throat> obviously I've made some good choices and I've made some smart decisions. Right. But I don't know everything. And so what I saw from consulting when I first started was the value of it from a standpoint of shoring up my bets, making sure that I was insured or I was surrounded by a team of people. Because you know what? I'm not a big numbers guy. You are. I'm not. From a standpoint of looking at a consulting group, that was one of the things I looked at. I wanted them to crunch the numbers and tell me, based on what I'm seeing, here's what you need to do, or you're not making enough money or your margins too low. You need to cut here, cut there, add here, add there, whatever, whatever that might be. And that was a really big thing to me was looking at those things because I had no idea when I first came out of school, what I was doing. Now, I also equated that to, you know, some of you that are listening have taken a little thing called boards I also took a board review. So I'm that guy. I'm the guy that also said insurance policy. you can call it whatever you want review right. session. I called it an insurance policy against failure and you know why? Because I already had my location. I already had my equipment when I when I took well at the time it was two three PT I did I hadn't taken part four yet. Two three and PT, I had location. I had the practice ready to open. I was starting to advertise. Already in advance, just little blips in the newspaper about once every two weeks. I couldn't afford any more than that. I was still a student. I'm putting stuff in the newspaper that were coming. Yep. And people are going, who the heck is that? But they were seeing it in the newspaper back then because that's what we did 25 years ago or whatever. Um, and you advertised in the newspaper. I didn't have very much money, but so so I had committed that I was gonna open on a specific date. Mm-hmm. I couldn't fail boards. I couldn't wait another six months to go into practice. I couldn't afford it, quite frankly. I'd have had to gotten a job as a Walmart greeter, and I don't even think they had Walmart greeters back then. (laughs) And they probably wouldn't have hired a 28-year-old to be a greeter anyway. But that's my mental thought process. And so when I look at consulting, I look at it from an advisement standpoint and we we've, we've toyed with the name of of changing what we do to advisement because quite frankly that's what we do we look at all areas of your practice and all, yeah all all not we're not just looking at one leg and going hey if you just do this one thing probably be really successful. And then we go, and then if you trouble us about anything else, you know, really, that's not something I want you to focus on right now. Focus on this. No, we're going to look at all aspects. So, hey, if that's the case and that's you, and you need help with your practice, or you'd like to just shore up your bets or have an insurance policy or invest in your future, how do these guys get a hold of us, Doc?
0: Really simple. CatsConsultants.com. It's cats with a K, catsconsultants.com. And at the very top of the uh, first page of the website, there's a button up there that says, uh, schedule a call. And all you got to do is jump on my calendar. Let's do, we call it a breakthrough session. Let's talk about your practice. Let's talk about what your needs might be. It's free. Take the opportunity to, to tune in with us and just see what we're all about and how we might be able to help you. And, you know, if you've got a specific issue in your practice, we love helping doctors, whether you become a client or not, give us a call, jump on my calendar, yeah. um, either way. So that's the easiest way. You can also check us out at Cats uh, uh, Chiropractic Consultants on Facebook. You can join our ChiroPulse, uh Facebook page as well, where we put out all kinds of great information every week for doctors. So please join us wherever you can. We're very community-based, so we're easy to find.
1: Yeah. And if you have questions that you'd like us to talk about during the podcast, Troy at com, Cats with the K, Troy at com. Send me your questions. We'll put them on the air. We'll use your first name only. And maybe the state that you live in, unless you prefer unless that we don't do that. To. Yeah. If you want to be anonymous, just let me know in the email. Hey, I have a question, but I really don't want you telling anybody, you know, what my name is or what state I live in. Then we'll, we'll leave you out of it and we'll just do an anonymous one. So, all right, folks. Well, I Perfect. hope everybody has a great day. <clears throat> um, we really enjoyed bringing this to you today. And it's a very important topic. Make sure that you listen all the way through to this thing. Um, get all the nuggets you can out of it. Cause I think there's a Absolutely. lot of information there.
0: Yep. Five points of stability. I like that. All right, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in today to the Casey Carol Pulse podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping you keep your pulse on success. So be sure to check us out at catsconsultants.com. And from all of us here at Cats Consultants, stay informed and well-adjusted. We'll see you next time.